What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Enduring Aesthetics Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. This is my co-host, Clint. Hey, guys. So Clint actually posed a question to me the other day, which I thought was really interesting. It was, will we see an Indian win the Mr. Olympia contest anytime soon? And why don't we see more Indians in the IFBB right now? Clint, why don't you tell us kind of what made you think about that? Sure. Um, well, um, seem to be hearing a lot about Indian bodybuilding recently, um, Instagram and things like that, and um, just decided to dive into it a little bit more, do some research on it, um, look at the history of bodybuilding in India, um, which um, is you know, kind of my specialty. And I found it was really interesting. You know, we just did the podcast on Sandow a few weeks ago. Um, and he actually visited India in 1904 and 1905. He spent, um, several, uh, months there. He, to, he performed his, uh, strongman and posing act there, um, and wanted to teach his physical training system, uh, to the Indians. And, uh, he had great success there, um, and was actually surprised at how, um, how eager they were, um, to develop his, his system and, and build their bodies. Um, and many of them, uh, paid, paid him enormous amounts of money at the time. Um, and, um, and he wrote, uh, articles in several Indian newspapers. Uh, one of the things he wrote is that the native Indians have a fine foundation for the building of large physical men. So he's basically endorsing um, Indians and that they would be great uh, bodybuilders. But it's, it's just interesting um, that you've got the father of bodybuilding going down there and saying, um, hey, these these people um, could be great bodybuilders in the future. Have great potential, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, they, they definitely have done a, a lot of the kind of um, strongman type stuff in India um, for centuries. Um and, you know, they're really big into wrestling. Wrestling's a, a really big sport there. Um, so I can definitely see um, the potential. And I think that, I think we're starting to see a lot of um, Indian bodybuilders um, coming up. And, and um, uh, I'm really interested to see um, what comes out of, of India. Um, what, what's, what's your take on it? Well, I mean, I've noticed the same thing. I, I do, I have looked back and seen, you know, I've done my research in terms of like going back to all the Olympia contests mm -hmm. and looking through the competitor lists and seeing where everybody's coming from and um, kind of studied those lists a little bit for my own personal reference. And I've noticed that I haven't seen really any Indians on the Olympia stage outside of, uh, and I'm going to butcher all the names today too <laughs> as well. So, but um, outside of Premchen Degra, Mm -hmm. um, looks like it was yeah, the only Olympian that was actually Indian, mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting because from my personal experience, you know, just in gyms and seeing some of the guys that are amateurs or just a couple of the guys that are IFBB pros today, it looks like they've got, you know, plenty of potential. The genetics seem to be there. Like you right. said, it, it, they're, they're a little bit shorter, mm -hmm. um, the average height there in India and, the Mr. Olympia contest is usually won by somebody that's five eight five nine. Right. Uh, it seems like they're perfectly lined up for success in the sport, but also kind of seems like there's something I don't know, e either making it not accessible or right that that's just like holding holding Indians back. Maybe. Um, Do you think um, 
well, one of the things I found is that the the prize money there right now is very low. Um, that even um, when you win the top contest, I mean, you're only talking about a you know cash prize of around ten thousand um, American dollars. Do you think that um, the money involved with it might have something to do with um, you know while we haven't seen more? Um, yeah, we're in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that probably has a a, a huge role to play. Um, I can imagine the sponsorship opportunities there are a little bit lower than they might be in America or other countries. You know, um, sure. The this, I mean, so like think about pumping iron, right? The shots where they have you know the gym shots, they go in and everybody in that gym is like cream to the crop top dogs mm-hmm. huge right right and it's i i think because all those guys are doing it out of the love for the sport out of passion mm-hmm. so it was really kind of like a congregation of all the best guys all the guys that are really actually doing it you know sure. i think um there's probably a small a group of guys really taking it seriously in india right now just because of those financial opportunities like you said you know arnold was laying brick with franco and mm-hmm. mike katz was a substitute teacher or something right Right. Um, yeah, 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 and I think Arnold even said what one time when he won the Mr. Olympia and they gave him the check. He even made some comment like, you know, this this doesn't even pay for my steroids for a month or something like that. Did, so, he, did he say uh, that? Yeah, su- supposedly he did. It was either wow. you know it doesn't pay for my steroids for a month or it doesn't pay for my food bill for a month. It was it was something along those yeah. lines. I thought it was steroids. It may have been his food bill. I don't know, but yeah. Um, I think we could definitely see a, a correlation um, in Indian bodybuilding to what it was here in America back in the, the pumping iron age. Um, you know, in the seventies, the, the golden era guys were doing it, not necessarily for the money, but for the love of it, like you were talking about. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I'm sure that there's some sponsorship uh, opportunities out there as well. I mean, India does have four times the population of the United States, so um, I think they can definitely sell some some bodybuilding products out there. Um, oh yeah, and and I, man, I, I think that more people are getting interested in it and and coming into it and um, and and you told me the other day, right, that your um, largest percentage of uh, your audience in, on Instagram is from India. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. It's actually 18%, which is the highest percentage um, of my followers come from India. And I think the highest percentage city is Mumbai. So definitely a lot of interest coming out of India. I haven't checked on YouTube yet, but I mean, Instagram seems to be heavily, heavily influenced by my Indian followers, at least. Um, Right. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I got the whole idea for, you know, like what's, what's going on with Indian bodybuilding. I mean, I, um, being fairly new to Instagram myself, only been on it for several months now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like the oldest young guy that, you know, um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I noticed, you know, looking for, um, just a, accounts to follow, right. Um, mm-hmm. outside of the, the usual ones that everybody follows, um, that there were a lot of Indian bodybuilders out there, um, that really had fabulous physiques, you know, and um, I, I just wondered why I'd never heard of these guys, why, um, you know, we hadn't seen seen more of them. Um, and it's interesting. Um, but I, I got to think it's in the cards, man. I got to think that in the future we're, we're going to see some of these guys, um, 
uh, I mean, what what are what are your thoughts? Um, you think we're going to see more Indians enter the IFBB and um, and eventually compete? I hope for so. The top title? You know, I I did notice a trend when I was doing research for this show in particular. It seemed to be that a lot of the you know like really in shape guys for whatever reason are competing in organizations outside of the IFBB. Now I don't okay. know. If, I don't know if that means that like maybe the IFBB is not as big there as it is here. Um, I mean, like obviously there's way more IFBB shows here than there are there, sure. but maybe the way that they regard the organizations are a little bit different. Cause I'm seeing a lot of guys in like the WBFF or, you know, these other organizations that might be like muscle models, fitness models, stuff like that. Um, a lot of the top really in shape guys are competing in those organizations. And I, I'm curious to know why, because it, I, I would imagine it's pretty clear that the Mr. Olympia contest is the biggest contest in the world. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So if you're going to be a bodybuilder and you're striving to be, you know, the best in your field, I would imagine that you would want to compete and head towards that title. But it looks like these guys are going towards the WBFF. I don't know if that that's because there's more money to be made there uh, or if it's the way that they regard the organizations or not. But I thought that that was interesting that it seems like a, some of the top talent there from India is not competing in the IFBB, and I'm not sure why. Uh, That's do interesting. You, I mean, well, do you think they might view the IFBB any differently? or? Well, I think, I think maybe um... – Maybe just the IFBB hasn't discovered India yet. Um, I, I think that I did see. I think that the IFBB does do a show there, uh, maybe two or three, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're I know real. There's a, there's a handful, but there's it's not. Yeah, a lot. I don't think they're real heavy in there yet. Um, but I mean, just looking at the research that we've been doing, I I gotta think that you know in the next several years that there will be. I mean, I think we already talked about. You know, India's got four times the population of the United States. So the pool um, is huge. The pool's huge. Also, it's the they have the second most um, English speakers of any country, other than uh, the United States. I would wow. think is is number one. So to me, um, that makes them more marketable here in the United States. So if we were to get um, an IFBB Mr. Olympia um, Indian. I would think that, you know, you could promote him just as well as you could promote, you know, Sean Roden or Phil mm-hmm. Heath or any of those other guys. Yeah, um, yeah. And, um, and it, I mean, also, I, I just thought of this right now. I mean, they've got a pretty big movie industry over there, right, Bollywood? Yeah, So yeah. you've got the potential to have, like, an Indian Arnold Schwarzenegger, yep. you know, and yep. an Indian Steve Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, man, I think – so I, I think there's great potential there. Um one thing that I put down here, and and we've talked about this before, is I feel like um, I feel like a lot of really good potential bodybuilders um, are taken away from it um, by the NFL, the NBA, um, MLB here, mm-hmm. um, just because if you, especially if you're taller, right? You know, yeah. if you're if you're six feet tall or taller. You know, um, you're a muscular guy. You're you weigh a good amount. You know, you're gonna you're gonna play football or you're gonna play um, basketball, and and you don't even have to be the best at that sport to you know easily clear a million dollars a year. You yeah, know, yeah. With bodybuilding, 
we, we were talking about this too. With bodybuilding, you've got to be, you know, at the very top level to, to see numbers like that. Yeah. Um, and like even close to numbers like that, you have to be at right. the pinnacle. And not right. only not only the, the best of your sport, but you have to essentially be like a marketing guru too because a lot of the money doesn't just come from the league paying you, you know? It's like right. you're getting it from sponsors and then from like sponsored videos or photo shoots and stuff like that. So it's not like the sure. model that you have in the NFL where the team buys you out and is going to automatically mm-hmm. pay you $250,000 that year even if you're trash. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um so and I, I thought that was a really know, good I thought that was a really good theory as well because I I have noticed you know, some of our Olympia champions that we have had were only bodybuilders because of some injury or something that happened in the past like Lee Haney right. is a great example of this he was actually playing football first but then got injured could only stay in the gym and realized you know what I think I'm going to go with bodybuilding because I'm pretty good at this and I I, I like the gym right. and um I think that was the case also Phil, with Phil, Phil Heath Phil Heath, yeah, played, yeah. played basketball uh, for the University of Denver, I think. Yep, yep. Um, and, and he said at one point that he kind of realized this isn't going to work out for me in basketball. I've got great genetics and I'm doing pretty good. I'm going to go ahead and see it through with bodybuilding and, you know. Yeah, I mean, these guys are, are really great competitors. And when you're told, when you're 21, 22 years old at the end of college that that's it, your competitive days are over, um, you're, you're not going to the NBA. Um, I think these guys look for, for something else and, and bodybuilding's there. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I mean, looking at the, the top sports in India, um, you know, cricket, field hockey, wrestling, things like that. Um, I can't think that going professional in India in any of those sports is really going to pay top dollar. Right. Know? So, um, because of that, because India, doesn't really send a whole lot of athletes to the pro or sport organizations where there's potential to make a whole lot of money. Um, I think that bodybuilding there is just, is really going to explode here in the, in the coming years. If it hasn't already, I mean, I feel like it's starting to right now. Again, I, um, just in my opinion, I think it's, um, like the seventies were here to bodybuilding. Um, and I think we both feel like, you know, the movie Pumping Iron is kind of the, the spark, right, that ignited the powder keg and kind of got people, you know, starting to come to the gym. And, and there was a huge explosion in the 80s um, for the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I, I think that um, I think that India is there. I think it just needs a spark to, you know, to really get things going over there. I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's going to take, you know, an Indian winning a really big bodybuilding contest or something like that to get, um, the rest of the country really, um, pumped about it and, and get them in gyms and working out and, and things like that. Um, I'm wondering, one of, one of the things, go, go ahead. ahead. I, I was just gonna say, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's going to be, if it's going to take actual Indians becoming pro and then like going back and either giving back or, or, or kind of representing their country in that sense, you know, or, if it's going to, or if we're just on the cusp and it's just now picking up and no matter what, it's inevitably just going to blow up because I have seen like, um, Jeremy Buendia, Kai Green, these guys that are top pros here have gone over to India to do like seminars and guest posing and stuff like that. And 
every single one that I have seen that has gone to India have said explicitly, like, this is the best response that I've ever gotten. These guys are crazy right. about bodybuilding. They absolutely love it. They mm -hmm. go nuts when we come out on stage. So, I mean, it's, it seems like there's a lot of interest and potential there, but I'm wondering if it's just like, maybe we need to give it time to grow or it's going to take like an Indian Arnold. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I was wondering is, um, do you think their diet is holding them back a little bit? Um, it seems like from everything I've been reading that, you know, the, the primary diet over there is typically vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, you know, beans and, and vegetables are great and everything, but we know that you're not getting, you know, 200 grams of protein with that. Right. Yeah. So, um, and that's kind of something that I'd be interesting, interested in from an Indian bodybuilder is how do you get your protein in? I mean, do you just, um, do you take five or six protein shakes a day to do it? Um, yeah. So, I mean, um, do you think that, that their diet could be holding them back a little bit from, from the top shows? I, I think it could play a part. Absolutely. Um, it's a little bit, I mean, we, we, I, I would say it's a, it's not quite as difficult for a vegetarian per se, because if you're vegetarian, you can still have things like eggs, you know? Um, sure. And, sure. and you can, yeah, milk. Yeah, exactly. And you can kind of play around with your meals in such a way to try and mimic that high protein diet, high protein ketogenic diet that most American bodybuilders are doing. I have noticed there's one professional bodybuilder that is open class that is strictly vegetarian. I believe he's the first mm -hmm. IFBB pro Indian that was able to turn pro in the IFBB and first vegetarian, I guess, uh, that was able to turn pro. I've noticed he's got, he's got a lot of size. He's got pretty good shape, but not quite the same level of conditioning that we see from Americans here. I'm wondering if okay. maybe, maybe that is something that is holding them back from the highest ranks. Yeah. So I was going to, um, tell you that, um, and I just found this out recent recently is, um, you know, a friend of, uh, the shows who we're going to do, you know, a show on maybe several, um, in the coming months, uh, Bill Pearl has, um, was actually, um, doing some vegetarian, uh, bodybuilding. Really? So, and yeah, yeah. And I mean, what he won, five Mr. Universes, Mr. America. So, um, but was it, I think it can be done. Was he doing vegetarianism during that time while he's competing? That, uh, that I'm not sure of. Um, I'd have to look that up, but I, man, I, I know that he has preached on, um, how good the vegetarian diet is. Um, and he's, he's, but he, I'm he not, has maintained a level of physical fitness his whole life. Right. Right. So, right. so and, it would be fair and, to say um, that he's, kept his gains per se. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, he, he mainly does everything through his Facebook page these days and, um, and he's get, he's getting up there in age, man. But you know, I've, um, seen pictures of fairly recent pictures of him on Facebook and he looks great. So, um, so there's something to be said there. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think maybe with the diet being primarily vegetarian in India, maybe, the guys are looking at American plans or American like diet plans or programs or whatever and thinking like, you know, I can't do this. I can't eat beef. I can't, you know, do that right. kind of stuff. And maybe that's making them stray away from it. But at the same time, I see guys that are 
taking it to the even next extreme, like Nimai Delgado or Barney Duplessis, is they're they're fully vegan, and Barney Duplessis has won the Mister Universe um, in England, and Nimai Delgado is a professional IFBB physique competitor, and he looks phenomenal. So it can definitely be done um, on that track, sure. but I think I think it could hold them back that like it's not the norm by any means. And right. there's not a lot of information out there relative to how much there is for like a ketogenic diet, you know? So it's got, it's more of like a hands-on, like I got to figure this out on my own if I want to do it vegetarian. You know what I mean? Sure. You're right. There's not a whole lot of information out there on how to necessarily be a, a prize winning bodybuilder on a vegetarian diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we do know it, it can be done yep. not having done a vegetarian diet um I, man i would think that you probably have to work twice as hard as um someone that you know that can't eat the, the chicken the beef um maybe i don't know what i'm talking about again <laughs> I, i've never done it i've never done it but i we know how important protein is to the muscle building yep. process yep. and um i, I mean, do i do i think all I this do think it's interesting though um when i was reading your book right the ratio of protein that Steve Reeves is doing is less. Oh, that's a good right? point. That's a good so, point. So, yeah. you know, maybe it's not necessarily the case that as a vegetarian, you have to get that much protein. If, if you could follow the ratios that Steve Reeves is doing, it's probably much more attainable. Sure, know? sure. And, yeah, I mean, Reeves, if he were around today, he'd be in, you know, probably what, men's physique. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if he'd be big enough for uh, classic physique per se. Um, Probably not. Based on how he, based on how he yeah, looked then, yeah. you know, in the 40s. Um, he'd likely, he'd so likely yeah, be I mean, more maybe, developed today. Yeah. Right. So, you know, maybe we'll see more um, more Indians doing that, doing more uh, men's physique, classic physique, uh, maybe not necessarily... Um, Open. With the big boys. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'd rather see that. I mean, I, right. I, I, I think you share my sentiment. Classic physique and physique sure. seem to be a lot more interesting. Absolutely. Just because it's more relatable, you know? And and having the vegetarian diet, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that Indians are probably more health conscious anyway. So, mm-hmm. and we both know that men's physique and classic physique more aligns with the health aspect of bodybuilding. Right. Um, but I, talking about all this, um, do you think you could see, you know, an Indian winning the Mr. Olympia contest and, um, if you can, um, and what we know about the current state of bodybuilding in India, um, when do you think something like that might happen? I'm hopeful. You know, I think I think we could definitely see an Indian win Mr. Olympia in any division. I don't know how soon we're going to see it. Uh, I would say I would lean towards a little bit further out, maybe five to ten years closer to the ten-year mark. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um I think that um, I think that they're incredibly hungry over there. Um, uh, just from what I've seen, I I think they're um, the hungriest for bodybuilding of any country yeah. out there right now. I would get uh, behind that even more so than America. Um, I mean, you know, here it's kind of a niche sport. Um, you know, there's a lot of followers, but you know, again, we've got the big uh, we've got the big sports mm-hmm. three over here, um, and um, and in India you know, not, not so much. They've got their sports too, but I feel like bodybuilding could, um, overtake those potentially. And, um, and I, I think it, it might in the next 
10 years. I, I agree with you. We, we didn't talk about our predictions beforehand, but that's exactly what I was thinking when we first started, you know, researching this and looking into it. I, I think about 10 years, um, you know, give or take, it, it would not surprise me to see, um, an Indian win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Olympia. And, that's... um, and I, and I, Man, I think the IFBB would love for it to happen because, like I said, I think that mm-hmm. they're very marketable. Whoever wins, pro- yep. probably going to speak English, probably going to be very, yeah. very yeah, marketable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, it, and it kind of plays into that like American dream story too. You know, a lot of these guys are just coming out of sure. you know modest means, and if you rise to the top in something like bodybuilding, it gives you that real like underdog story. You know what I mean? People eat that up. Absolutely. And and I, I like the point that you made Absolutely. with bodybuilding being able to kind of surpass the major sports there right now. Um, I, mm-hmm. I do think it's possible that bodybuilding could surpass popularity of, say, cricket or, you know, badminton, you know, the stuff that they're mm-hmm. doing over there because it has a sure. little bit, well, obviously I'm biased, but it seems like it has a little bit more of like a global appeal. Um and if right. it did, that would be really, really exciting. I mean, can you imagine if bodybuilding became the biggest sport in India, this country with a huge population, and then you have this huge pool of people, it's the most right. popular sport. I mean, they're just going to start dominating. Uh, I could I could see it. I really could see that. And But, I mean, let's be honest. Here, there's no way that's happening in America. So Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, and I think it would take a, a, an enormous effort to try to even just go above the popularity of, like, baseball or even like like right. soccer is not even popular here you know but right. i feel like it's getting a lot it's, of play it's getting on, up there yeah 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 sure. you know it's getting a lot of play on these like networks like espn and stuff like that you don't really see very much bodybuilding on there right and you think about it too um you know as a parent myself you know raising your kids right now in america unless you were a famous bodybuilder like lee labrata you're probably mm-hmm. not teaching your kids bodybuilding to, to become a bodybuilder. You know, you, yeah. you, you're probably showing them things in the weight room. Hey, you know, do this. This is going to help you with, you know, um, you, you're showing it to them so that it's going to help them in football or basketball yeah. or, you know, you're, you're teaching them how to become a football player, basketball player, baseball player. You're not teaching them growing up to be a bodybuilder again, unless you're Lee Labrada and you've got Hunter as your son, you know, um, that's, that's a rare bird for sure. But, um, and in India, I could see it where it is like that eventually where, you know, the sport becomes more popular and they start, um, from an early age, you know, showing their kids bodybuilding and this is what you need to do to become a top bodybuilder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting point point as well because I mean I can't I don't think I had any any friends. My parents certainly mm-hmm. didn't ever even introduce bodybuilding to me. You know that right. was something that I stumbled onto by myself. Yep, it's not here. at all the norm for for bodybuilding to be introduced to somebody in grade school or anything like that. Yep. So that that is an interesting point. Usually they're just kind of funneled straight into soccer, football, baseball, basketball, always mm-hmm. those directions. And, and if you were like me, and I, I think you were from, from the conversations we've had in the past, um, kind of what got you into it was Arnold, right? And yeah, yeah. Seeing, seeing him in movies and saying, you know, wow, that's a huge guy. How did he get that way? And then kind of mm-hmm. through researching that, oh, well, he lifted weights. Well, how did he lift weights? And then so then you're discovering 
bodybuilding and starting to implement that on yourself a little bit and, you know, looking into the diet and, and whatnot. And that's why I was saying earlier, you know, maybe they've got a big movie industry out there, um, Bollywood. So maybe that's what it takes. Maybe it takes, yeah. um, you know, an, an Indian with a really great body like Arnold becoming a huge star over there. And then kids like us watch it and then decide that that's what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. That could play a big role because that seems to be every champion's origin story. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I saw Steve Reeves, I saw Arnold and immediately decided I wanted to be just like that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I can definitely see that, that playing a huge role as well. All right. So we were actually lucky enough to link up with Amit Roy, the classic division IFBB pro. We asked him a couple of questions and he was nice enough to send us some answers. Hey Amit, thanks for being with us today. So my first question is, who's regarded as the greatest Indian bodybuilder ever? Hey, hi Daniel. Um, I would say three. Uh, first is Manotosh Roy, who won Mr. Universe in 1951. He was the first Indian. And second is Manohar Aij, who won Mr. Universe again in 1952. And third is Premchand Degra, who won Mr. World in 1988. But I would say Premchand Degra, why? There's a reason. Because he did win many shows, like I think seven Asian Championships, and I think nine times Mr. India. And he was the only bodybuilder from our country who actually invited in Olympia stage. So yeah, he got invited and uh, he competed in Olympia. He was the only Indian bodybuilder who stepped on Olympia stage. So I would say, Man- like, of course, Manoharaj is very famous, but I think Prem Chandega is the greatest ever because of his achievement. Okay, awesome. My next question would be, how are Indian bodybuilders getting protein into their diets since the diet there is primarily vegetarian? Uh, most of the Indians are vegetarian but not bodybuilders. Bodybuilders eat meat, like I won't say beef because it's not allowed in our country. Like a cow, we, we don't actually kill the cow and eat cow. That's not in our religion. So, of course, Indian don't eat beef, but they eat meat like chicken, eggs, uh, like they eat goat, lamb, you know, we don't have turkey, there's of course there's no turkey, only chicken, they eat fish, so yeah, lots of, like maybe one or two bodybuilders are vegetarian, like professionally, but who does professionally bodybuilding in India, like of course they're all amateurs, but uh, they all eat meals, only one bodybuilder, I think he's an IFBB pro, uh, Varendra Guman, he's a vegetarian bodybuilder. So you can say one or two people, like as in bodybuilding, bodybuilding only you can find few people, not everybody. Most of the people who does bodybuilding, they eat meat. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. So who is considered the father or founder of Indian bodybuilding? Father of Indian bodybuilding, there's a little bit like confusion about because on the net because I don't know them personally so on the internet they say it's like Manohar like Manotosh Roy was the first founder and he was the member of uh, I think he was the president of IBB Pro in uh, Asian Championship I guess I'm not sure about this but uh, I think according to me 
Manohar Aish was the father of Indian bodybuilding because he was the first who did many shows. Manohar to Manohar Shrai did shows like Mr. Universe. After that, he did Indian like a maybe six or seven times Mr. India. But after that, he didn't compete. He he went for law, you know, went for law school and then did degree and then opened many gyms for students and everything. He teach yoga and everything. But Manohar to Manohar Aish, he did many shows, you know, and he used to. Show his physique as a guest poser at the age of ninety four until ninety four, and after that he didn't show. But he was very good until ninety six, and after that he never showed his physique to anybody. And he died, I think, hundred and four years in two thousand sixteen. So I think, uh, for according to me, Manohar Aish is the father of Indian bodybuilding, who actually was the founder, basically. Who are the top Indian bodybuilders in the world right now? There are many top Indian like bodybuilders right now because bodybuilding actually growing really fast in India right now. So currently, I would say um, there's many few people are very famous or they are very top, you know, top-notch bodybuilder in India. That means they're not a professional. Some maybe few like one or two. I think one, two, three. Total three Indian guys are professional and one girl is professional. Two girls is professional right now in IBB Pro, and rest is amateur. So, Sunil Jadhav he's an amateur. He's very good. Sangram Chogle is an amateur. He's really good. Um, I don't know everybody's name because I don't live in India anymore. So, I know them, but I don't know them personally. But I know Sangram Chogle and Sunil Jadhav, Suhas Kamkar, who just turned pro last year in Sheru Classic. You know, and as a bodybuilder, so now he's also pro. Virender Guman is also pro. He did many pro shows, but he didn't get succeed properly the way he wanted to be. So, but I know I don't know him personally. I know personally only Sangram Chogle, Sunil Jadhav, uh, Suhas Kamkar, and there's a men's physique guy who are really famous in India right now, like uh, Manoj Patel, Siddharth Jaiswal. Uh, and uh, Junaid Kaliwala, he's a, he's a pro in men's physique right now. Uh, and these two guys, like Manoj Patil and uh, Sidhan Jaiswal, these two are amateur. They they compete in men's physique also. But Junaid Kaliwala is a professional now in men's physique. So these are famous names right now in India as a bodybuilder or men's physique. Classic physique. Mm, I really don't know who does classic physique in India right now. I bet there are many good guys are coming in classic physique also from India. So, so these are the famous name right now. Do you think we'll see more Indian bodybuilders competing in the IFBB in the future? Definitely, you will see more IFBB pros from India because they are hungry. They are very hard worker, very simple, humble, down to earth people. and they just know one thing hard working so i would say definitely in future you will see many ibb pro from india who's going to compete and win shows in ibb pro what's holding indian bodybuilders back if anything and what are indian bodybuilders biggest strength I think so anything holding back any indian bodybuilder to be succeed i think the major problem is the money i guess otherwise they're very hard working they have potentials you know there are a lot of guys actually i would say you know they are better than me but they don't have the opportunity and 
they don't want to take risk also i would say because when you try to do something different there's a risk and i think they just they just wanna in a you know like a very comfort zone they don't want to be get out of the zone to take a risk and do something different maybe that but i i would say money is the main reason if it is if if something if somebody's if something they're holding back but i don't think so that that's the problem right now maybe back then it was the problem money was but right now i don't see it i think i think they're gonna come really soon and you'll see many indian bodybuilders competing in ibb pros so nothing is holding back for sure biggest strength is they're hard working they're very hungry they're very hard worker very honest people um because most of the bodybuilders are from middle class family so they don't have money so they just know one thing if we like according to them i was one of them before now i'm here so it's different now uh we think that if we don't have money what we have we have only one thing hard working we have only one thing passions we have only one thing like mindset so basically i would say our strength is our mindset and hard work you know hard working so that's that's going to make any indian not just me not just anybody else any indian can be really really good in ibb pro stage and be succeed you know thanks so much for watching guys i hope you enjoyed this week's podcast i want to give a big thank you to amit roy for giving us an interview this week and giving us some insight into indian bodybuilders Make sure to like, comment and subscribe and let us know who you think might be the next Indian Mr. Olympia. See you next week.